Greetings, listeners. Thanks for joining us for another Best of the Worst episode of Up for Discussion. This is a collection of clips from episodes 31 through 40, with a bunch of great guests and good goofs. If this is your first time listening to the Up for Discussion podcast, welcome! These episodes are fun for short bits, but you might actually get more out of listening to a full episode. I'd highly recommend checking out episode 63, The Fastest Horse in the World, which we recorded in front of a live studio audience at Montreal Improv Theatre back in August. Speaking of Montreal Improv, if you're in the Montreal area this weekend, go see Tom perform tomorrow, March 11th at 9.30pm in this week's Indie Night. Indie Night is a long-form improv show featuring some of Montreal's best teams, old and new. Witness a variety of styles and formats by players from all over the city. $5 at the door or free with a Montreal Improv student card. Without further ado, here's the best of the worst, part four. There's this thing that John Green does where right close to the ending, he'll often bring in something totally random and like non sequitur to make a point. Oh, Tom is loosening and removing his belt. Sorry about that. It is officially the end of the holidays, people. (sighs) The belt no longer works. I'm a fat little baby. I don't think that you need to pander to the audience, right? Like, I don't think that you need to assume that they won't get it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, there were a lot of books that I had to read in high school that, you know, were not, like, they were too subtle. Hmm. And so by the time I was done, I was kind of like, I would not have noticed, like, all of the metaphors and stuff that were happening in here if my teacher hadn't drilled them into our heads, right? Right. Well, that's, and And, that's kind of what they do in English classes. Yeah. They they even often force you to see metaphors where perhaps none existed when <laughs> right. the person wrote it. Yeah. Right? The cat broke the pickle dish. There is no meaning to this. Mm. We were all really mad at our 10th grade English teacher for, uh, for trying to convince <laughs> us that a cat breaking a pickle dish had some kind of metaphorical resonance. Well, why did the cat break the pickle dish? Cause it's a cat. Cats are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need a reason to break things. If someone has read them in one order, they're really and it seems whichever order it is they're really vehement that that's the right way to do it right. and like that's the when they recommend it to other people that's the way that they're supposed to read these books yeah i had something like that happen to me with redwall did oh, yeah? you ever read those books yeah i did redwall is like it's like game of thrones with less sex and with woodland creatures instead of people yeah yeah was ronald very interesting or was he just an actor well he's a- yeah, I guess that's true. Not since Taft has there been a more interesting man in the White House. Okay, who is this Taft guy? <laughs> Taft was a president. Yeah. Um, all I really know about him is that he was really big, had a good mustache, and once sat in a bathtub and made it overflow. Uh, but it was in like it was in a place where the floors were still just sort of slats. Okay. And so when he like got in this bathtub and it overflowed, the people who were in the room underneath just got <laughs> soaked by the water that poured down. <laughs> Uh, a bunch of us made this bet uh, that we would all um, basically be in competition to see who could have the most grandchildren. Yes. Uh, which we decided at the time was like a more morally okay bet than to see who could have the most children. Well, it's not just more, more morally okay. It's more strategically interesting. It's more strategically interesting as well. Yeah. Because we have less control over that. Yeah. And you can't like, you can't just go around spreading your seed and making as many children as you want and hope to win it. Yeah, dad. Because then those children will have, you know, issues with parenting and then they might not have children of their own. And yeah. also if you if you're not still in contact with them, they don't you're not going you, yeah, you're not going to know, right? Yeah. 
So, um, and so the way that we, we factored this out, we, we decided that, uh, every time any of us involved in the bet who continue to be involved in the bet, uh, has a child or grandchild added to their family. Yeah. Um, we will all like each of us who is involved, will put in $10 into like a mutual fund. Yeah. Um, $10, I think it was, were we adjusting it for inflation? Were we pegging it to inflation? I think we were. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe we were definitely like, we were definitely going to like the mutual fund takes care of the inflation of the actual pot. Right. It takes so care of the interest or whatever. Yeah. So it'll, it'll grow based, you know, yeah. and some level based on the economy. But I think we might, I, I'm not sure if we wanted to inflate the price so that like, you know, in 20 years we'd put in $15 or however much right. went up. Yeah. I guess it'll depend on financial situations. Either way, each of us will put in a set amount into the pot every time yeah. a child or grandchild is born. And then when the last of our children has died, was it death? I think we we were still conflicted on this point, but when there's no longer a possibility for more grandchildren to be yes. made, um, the family that has the most grandchildren will split the pot among the grandchildren. Yes, um, which you know could be minimal amounts of money, could be tons of money. It's it of, won't be know. huge amounts of money. No, right? it won't be huge. Like there's a cap because the more grandchildren you have to win the bet, the more directions the pot will be split in. Right. So the the real way to have a really big pot is for us to all have lots of kids and then like a few grandchildren because then right. the family that has the most grandchildren will get a huge pot split among those grandchildren okay. because there will only be like three or four of them, but tons of people in the previous generation. That's true, but that's an unstable like... It, yeah, it's the, unstable. It's, it's not an unstable realistic. system be, because if you decide to do that, then I can win the bet by just having a few more grandchildren. Oh, totally. And I'm not saying that that's a strategy. I'm just saying that's the only cir- circumstance where the grandchildren would win a lot of money is if somehow no one had a lot of grandchildren. Okay. So that's interesting though, because you're really trying to get the, you know, the minimal amount of grandchildren that you need to still win the bet. Yeah, that's right. You want to win by like one kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the overall like point of this that we always came back to and Josiah was really firm on this was that we wanted to make it a small enough deal that like, Really, you're not particularly choosing how many children to have because you want to win this bet. Like, no. it'd be pretty foolish to do so. Yeah. But it is kind of a fun thing and it is to be kept secret from the grandchildren. So they have like yeah. absolutely no knowledge of this until like, I guess their last aunt dies and they're super sad. Yeah. And then it's like, surprise, you get money. <laughs> Here's a bunch of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So what what was the system? Because if this is going to last until our children have died or at least become no longer of childbearing age yeah um we might not be around to see it that's true so how how are we going to pass it like keep it going if we don't tell our grandchildren well we have to tell our children okay but we shouldn't tell our children until a certain point do we tell all of our children or we just like entrust it to somebody oh good point like we may need to pick like one trustee family yeah like or just one representative these. from each family like oh the, that's reasonable like the first the first, the first born, born of each family carries it on has to know about it and then has to like subtly pressure their siblings without telling them why <laughs> like hey bro you should probably have some babies i'm just yeah. saying yeah oh that's interesting that you get interesting then you get that one person who's sort of an in yeah in on it and can can rig the game a little more yeah plus that means that there's always like at least one person from each family who's aware of it and can like make sure that financial things are being dealt with. Right. Mm, Yeah. Make sure the mutual fund isn't being scammed. Yeah. Yeah. 
what happens if the economy crashes and then we lose our entire, you know, betting fund? Um, I mean, at that point, it's just for glory, right? I guess so. Yeah. Huge fitness addict. Like, I train. You're buff. Oh, thank yeah. you. You, you know, more I, muscles than all of the rest of us. I tell everyone. Combined. Put together. It's, it's all through yoga. I really? attribute it all to yoga. Yeah. Hmm. How does something where you don't really move give you muscles? Do you, Do you know? I don't think you know what yoga yeah. is. <laughs> if, uh, if, again, <laughs> your premise is wrong. Yeah, you're just describing naps. Yeah. So you're yeah. telling me that basically we've in, invented the adult bubble bath. Yes. No, no, no. The adult awesome. bubble bath is just a regular bubble All bath. All bubble baths <laughs> yeah. are no, but adult that's, bubble baths. problem with, like, like to, when you're a kid, the bath is like this big thing that you can like sort of, you know, I don't know you, but I still take in. bubble baths. But yeah, like, dude. I was a pretty weekly. big kid. My legs go all the way. I can't like I had a really small relax, bath. Oh, it's true. You know? Yeah. Just, I once got in a bathtub and just rained water over the edge onto a bunch of politicians <laughs> in the room downstairs. You guys got me a uh, trip to, like, it was like an hour-long oh, yes. massage. Oh, yeah. Right, for my birthday. And it was a really weird experience. Like, I'd never done it before. Uh, and I think that they kind of screwed up. Um, <laughs> oh, why do you think they screwed up? Well, so the the speakers that were supposed to be playing music the whole time, like, soothing, like, yeah. you know, tantric music or whatever, mm. uh, were broken for Tangerine inexplicably oh, for the first no. half hour of the massage. And I really wasn't sure if I was, like, supposed to talk to the masseuse or not. Like, I'm pretty sure I wasn't. So, I mean, it's, like, it's, it's what it's whatever you want. You know, yeah. if right. you, if you, like, if... Whatever makes you comfortable. But yeah, see, they yeah. didn't say this to me. So right. I just got under yeah. the towel, you know, in my boxers and laid there for half an hour in complete silence while a stranger felt me up. <laughs> I feel like if I saw Mark Zuckerberg in the street, I wouldn't know who he was. I'm with hmm. you on that. Because he dresses really plainly, right? Like he just yeah. he has a uniform to some extent. And yeah, also like just looks like, jeans. yeah, he's just a, a white dude. Like there's nothing distinctive about his face. He doesn't even have a beard. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, I would be able to recognize him, but maybe I'm wrong. Do you spend a lot of time staring at pictures of him? Um, I've, I, I mean, will choose not to comment I, like, on that. I've, I've seen him. I've seen enough pictures of him that I think I'd be able to recognize him. If you showed me a picture of him and said this person is significant. But he's got that like, like auburn know. hair going on. Like that's significant. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know if he's got a weirdly you know. thick neck and he looks too. rich. He looks like he's a billionaire. He's got like a strangely <laughs> long and thick neck. Maybe not in the womb, but like even like you know when you have a baby, you don't yeah, you don't yell at it, you, you don't talk to it at yeah, normal yeah. volumes usually, right? Like you're just kind of, oh, hey baby, okay. how are you? I am your father. <laughs> I, I always I always yell at babies. I don't know if that's from across the street. No, in <laughs> you're in, a baby. In their face. <laughs> I would love to do that. Can we do that? Like I've been like getting yelled at by babies show? all my life. It's time to fight back. <laughs> Yeah, but cats don't generally sniff cucumbers unless they've been regularly exposed to no, them. No, but like, like it doesn't matter. They can still smell it, right? Like, how do you know? Like, know. I'm not. Have you ever I'm been not, a cat? Have you I'm ever smelled designed, a cucumber as a cat? I'm huh? not designed to smell farts, but I can still smell them no matter what. Yes, you are you totally. Are. You are totally designed to smell farts. Why, why am I designed to smell farts? Why I don't do you know. Think because you s- God is cruel. No, 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 no. But, <laughs> but this. Once upon a time, there were two guys in a forest. Period. And then you have to start a sentence, right? Right, like. They looked at each other and said, wow, we are both naked. And then one of them pointed at a snake and said, it's his fault that I'm noticing this. And then the other guy said, man, that's true. We really ought to kill that snake. And then the first guy was like, yeah, good idea. And he took out a rock. And then the rock spoke to him and said, do not kill the snake, for I am the Lord. 
And then he freaked out and dropped the rock on the ground and ran and hid. And then the rock fell on the snake accidentally and killed it. And then the rock yelled and said, why did you make me kill the snake after I told you not to? And then the men were ashamed and they hid. And then the rock said, come out, I know you're naked and I can see you hiding in those bushes. And then the men said, no, we will not come out for we are ashamed. And they climbed high in the bushes. And then the rock destroyed the bushes so that they would be exposed and was like, look, guys, I see your dicks. (laughs) And then the guys said, yes, we are dicks, but we were afraid of the snake. You made us this way. And then the rock was like, okay, fair enough, and made them some clothes. And then they put on those clothes and felt super fly fashionable. Mm. And then the rock took them all out for pizza. And then they were satisfied. The end? The end. Just to clarify, I was talking about like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I don't know about you. What? <laughs> How is that possible? Does yours have the angry setting? Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Just for people who can't see, these are. I think it might be better if we don't tell them. <laughs> they are cat paws on a stick. <laughs> it's like a it's like a plush cat paw with a trigger on one end, <laughs> and when you pull the trigger, it like it does this weird, uh, I don't know, bending thing. Like it's like it's angling itself towards you to touch yeah. you, and also lets out a. It's for touching. Like, I'm going to touch you guys with the cat paw. <laughs> it's almost, that sounds kind of like a purring noise, actually. Yeah. It's like a metallic purr. Yeah. Which is appropriate for a cat on a stick. Whoa, don't throw that. I got, I got two fan mails hmm. or fan emails from people who must be related to each other. Okay. Um, the first one, I'm not going to say their name, but mm-hmm. it's from a, gr- a girl's name anyways. Um, the subject line is Bohemian Gravity. And the, the email says, you did great on it, even though it sounds like rocket science and I'm in the seventh grade. P.S. Since the Packers are out, the New, New England Patriots will win the Super Bowl. Okay. I don't know why she felt that it was really necessary for me to know that information. I think she thinks you care about sport ball. Yeah. And then someone with the same last name who appears to be a male mm-hmm. sent me another email that said, you do great. Go Pack Go. Chicago Bears stink. Minnesota Vikings stink. Detroit Lions stink. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens stink. Pittsburgh Steelers stink. Cleveland Browns stink. It goes on for uh, every football team, I presume, oh my football God. Teams that aren't the Packers. That's awesome. I don't know why I... Uh, th- how I got coupled in these people's minds with football. I've had a PO box for two years now. That's true. Um, and it n- has never occurred to me until like a couple months ago that like it's totally okay for me to like advertise it as a place to send stuff if you true, like because people content can't make. Stalk you by knowing your PO box. I mean, they could, but it, I mean, if they went to the effort, the effort, I would be happy to meet them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. And like, oh, they show up to the post office. Okay, that's fine. Welcome to the post office. And they wait for like a week. Yeah. For you to show up. <laughs> no, I'm there daily. They'll meet me. <laughs> don't tell them these things. Come by at one o'clock. I'm trying to save you. Don't save here. me. I don't need saving. No. I'm not your manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> I've been holding in a shit 
for the past like 20 let me just say for the past like 20 minutes i felt it like 10 minutes into this episode and i almost considered asking if you could if we could just start over but i'm just gonna hold it for another 20 i mean we can pause it if you want no 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 because i've got to take the meat pie out of the oven in exactly half an hour so what we'll do is we'll finish the podcast at at nine and then i will take the pie out of the oven and go take a dump and then when i'm out of the bathroom it'll be a good temperature to eat the pie i mean will be a good temperature to eat everything will be fine but just so you know that's why there's an urgency in my voice right okay. now well this i mean the talking faster is not going to make the episode over faster necessarily but no i appreciate that this is making yeah this is a human drive that's jacking up your <laughs> adrenaline maybe making your brain work a little faster i just feel like, like it's important. It a more interesting yeah i feel like it's important to be transparent with our audience really so they can you, see what's happening you really you bowels. felt this was super necessary did you i did kind of <laughs> Sam and I just like call her nonsense words sometimes. Oh, yeah. uh, and I wanted to see if one of the nonsense words we called her was a real thing. And so I Googled it and it the f- like first relevant search result was a website called the racial slur database. <laughs> <laughs> That's problematic. I think I'm a celebrity now. Billy no. is like probably one of our most famous friends, right? Well, like I mean, just low key. Says you. I don't know. Who's, who's your most favorite I, I, friend? I, I, I hang out with famous. Andrew Garfield on the regular. Do you? The ex Spider Man. He's a little peeved about it. Oh, he is the ex now, eh? He's the second ex. Sam and Toby Maguire. Oh, yeah. They're forming a club. Who's Who, the new kid? Who's, who's that? Toby Maguire? No, I mean, uh, that Andrew dude. Garfield? Yeah. He was the uh, Spider Man. He was in a bunch of movies. What he else was, was he in other than Spider Man? Social Network. And probably some was other he, shit. Was he like the guy from. No, the he was the network? other guy. Not Mark, the other guy. The oh, the dude from Napster? No, that was Justin Timberlake. The other, other guy. At the beginning. Like his homie. Oh, the one he fucked over? Yeah, that guy. Oh, shit. And he played Spider-Man for two movies before they caught him. Okay, yeah. No, like, he's definitely uh, your, your most A younger, whiter guy. Where the fuck do you know him from? Huh? Where do you know him from? I met him at a, at a brunch. And I'm... <laughs> That is the whitest thing you have ever said in your entire life. Yeah, well, I'm also entirely lying, so. That's too bad. I was yeah. hoping you were going to keep that going. <laughs> I thought that was like, yeah, that's amazing. No, I yeah. know. I never met Andrew Garfield, unfortunately. So. Emma Stone, though, I met her at a dinner. Yeah. Really? At a brunch place. I was a sphere in like grade six, and then like by grade eight, I had like stretched out, and I was just kind of like average. But I feel like now I'm actually like a fat man. And like I've never felt like an actual fat man since I became an adult. You know how hard it is being skinny? How hard is it being skinny, man? So many clothes look great on me. (laughs) Piece of shit. It takes me no time to find jeans. I can order whatever I want at a restaurant and nobody thinks that like nobody looks down on me or judges me because I'm thin. It's terrible. (laughs) You're like the Nicole Arbor of my friend group. (laughs) That's about right, yeah. Oh, man. Hashtag stop Perizo 2016. Stop me. Stop Nicole Arbor 2016. <laughs> wait, wait, you met Kanye? What was that yeah, like? Yeah, dog. On the... It was cool. What it was, was cool. The, like, <laughs> our, our interaction, it, this is like backstage at the Bell Center. Um, and he, like, I just... Oh, it was like an organized just thing. Like a, no, no, no. Like, I was walking in one direction. He was like walking in the other direction and we just like high-fived <laughs> that's so cool that's yeah. so much fun that's about it 
you know, where I'm, I'm like a big fan of just high-fiving people and not having, cause like everyone's talking to you all day. Like don't, you know, I don't want to be that kid. Like as I was coming back from LA, I was at the airport and uh, Kendrick Lamar was like right next to me in line for, um, for the security check. And um, so the security guy like comes up and he has like, they do this um, like cotton swab thing to see if like you handled any explosives or whatever. And so he sees like two black guys next to each other and he's like, okay, them. And then he spots two Arab dudes in the back of us and just keeps fucking walking. <laughs> and we just looked at each other and we're like, yeah, okay, we made it. We're safe. Anyway, we ended up taking this bag out of the restaurant, throwing it over a fence, which it got caught on the fence and a huge bag of meat spilled all over downtown, <laughs> probably attracting wild animals from all over. And Why didn't you guys uh, just give it to like a homeless person? Or like, like bring what kind of homeless person is going to want a fucking big sack of like meat? I feel like if I was a homeless guy, if he gave me that, I would freak the fuck out. <laughs> no. Okay. You, well. You'd have to like explain it to them and be like, yeah. look, we just cooked all of this meat. It's weird that it's in a bag, but it's good. We threw the damn meat. Okay. We threw <laughs> it and it exploded and we probably stole maybe like $40 worth of stuff. I mean, you got to buy me that. a chicken dinner now. I'd buy you a chicken dinner. Buy me a chicken dinner. Nice. I don't uh, want tendies though. What? I don't want tendies. You don't want tendies? No. You're not in those chicken tendies tonight. Not in the mood. All right. You want some like nugglies or what? What is it? Nuggly. <laughs> <laughs> There's <You know>. tendies, <laughs> nugglies, wangs. Wangs. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want a drumstick? Brewsts. Brewsts. Yeah. Oh, I man. want a chicken brewst. I listened to the last five episodes when I was told that I was coming. And I was all <laughs> like, all right, need to get an idea of the structure. And I messaged Tom all like, all right, there's no structure to your show. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> and he's all like, yeah, just, just bring something and then we'll yeah. figure it out. There's, not, like, there's honestly not a whole lot of structure to the show. Mm. So you're good. It's not really different from sitting around a table and talking. You just have to be a little more careful where you're talking. Right. There's also not a whole lot of structure to Tom. Well, hey, I mean, there's a whole lot of structure to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of unstructured matter go. going on. Meat. Matter. Meat is heavily structured. Even you know, even fat is heavily structured. Have you guys seen fat cells under a microscope? They're cool. I cannot say that I have. I don't fit like, under microscopes. You know, you know, what we should do. We should get hot dogs and then mm-hmm. grind them up and make make burgers with them. Because then it would be ground dog. But it's still it's no. It, they're already ground hog because it's a pig. <laughs> I think what we should do is grind up some hot dogs and plant them in the ground. <laughs> I think you, you I, have the winner. I, and then, I do have very many and then friends harvest who have their them. own hot dog plants. <laughs> you uh, have you heard the there's there's this old song that my mother used to sing that came from her mother. It was called the Wild Hot Weenie Tree. You ever heard this? What <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that? It, the chorus went, "Oh, you've never had a weenie as good as a weenie can be until you've had a weenie from the Wild Hot Weenie Tree." I think I rented that movie once. <laughs> How do we know he's seen the shadow? Does he tell us he saw the shadow or do we he, see? He has a little flag that he waves. <laughs> because if it doesn't matter, we could just put his corpse out there and then we can all be like, oh, there's a shadow. We saw it. And then we'll yeah. know. And like but- peel his eyes open so that you can, can feasibly say like, oh, yeah. You know, exactly. And then like actually hunt what, him back into his hole. What, what most people don't know is that uh, his shadow is actually the name of the other groundhog. And so if if he comes out and sees his shadow, then 
you know, that explains you know. it because yeah. he's always so afraid of his shadow. And this year he's murdered. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you guys ever play that video game? Shadow the Groundhog? <laughs> what? It was a Sonic the Hedgehog a spinoff where really? you were a black hedgehog. Oh, yeah. And you had guns. That's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember guns. him. Shadow the Groundhog I, wait, sounds is, is like a metal a band. Wait, what? I think he was still a hedgehog. He was still a hedgehog. All right. Well, you said Groundhog and that's why I was confused. I played the the Sonic game where you were on like flying boards, flying boards. Oh, yeah, like hoverboards. Yeah, yeah, like the racing. Yeah, air, air ride. But yeah, that, that's like the that. Kirby one. Isn't what was it, the Sonic one? Are all nah, of them racing? I call the Sonic not run all of them. skateboards. Come play. <laughs> like, do you, are you imagining like a snake swallow situation? Yeah, like say you're a snake person. Okay, <laughs> you know, a millennial. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> <laughs> and you unhinge your jaw and you put it over a whole cat and then you swallow that cat and it's sitting in your stomach and then you i don't know get shot in the head before you even start digesting like the guy whose cat you're eating shoots you in the head and then you get buried with the cat in your stomach would the cat like be able to break out like probably depends how far along it is because i mean it takes about like seven seconds for something to move from your mouth to your stomach and by the time it's in your stomach there's like stomach acid and stuff so well, not only that there's just no oxygen right yeah like you're gonna run yeah. out of air and you're yeah. not gonna have a lot because your your mouth sphincter is pretty tight so mouth sphincter yeah the rule of thumb is don't put anything <laughs> <laughs> bigger than a thumb in my mouth sphincter I don't know who Forrest Whitaker is. The only thing I know about Forrest Whitaker is there's a community episode. Yes, you do. With if a you reference were to, see to a Forrest picture. Whitaker staring at people. He's got the droopy eye. That's all I know. In, what did, who, what what does did he, he do? do? He was he the last king of Scotland. He was all like, I'm the last king of Scotland. Wait, no. That's not what he did. <laughs> That's a pretty good synopsis of but, the movie. Have you seen the alternate ending of Titanic? It's on YouTube. It's where the boat doesn't sink? No, no. You know the bit where she throws the jewelry in the ocean? The people yeah. ca- the people catch her. They're like, hey, what are you doing? And she's all like, oh, I'm throwing away this jewelry because you should know that it doesn't mean anything and you have to love each other. And I'm not kidding. This is actually most of, okay, not like the way I'm saying it, but yeah. And <laughs> she throws it in the ocean and one of the guys, word, like real line, that really sucks, lady. And then the main explorer guy was like, I can't believe you did this. And then the old lady just says some more platitudes about life affirming was bullshit. That- but you would never have to worry about rent. Like, are you saying that you would I just have sit- to worry about- Yeah, I wouldn't have to worry about rent. But also... You could like- buy the rights to rent. <laughs> I could stage my own production of rent. Wow. You could be all of the roles. <laughs> That's true. You could clone yourself. I would nice. definitely hire a video editor. That is one <laughs> thing that I would do because video editing is annoying and long. And I mean, yeah, it's like fun, you could you, you could move out into like a, a place that's like like super big, super comfy. But and like you've I got, don't want to, and you've got like your own like your own super professional studio and stuff. Like you could yeah. do all of those things. That'd get be like fun. all all of the best equipment. I would have a grand piano. You could own nice. a horse. Definitely. You could own a horse. A horse? I heard, yeah. I heard horse. No, you could all... own a horse. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that you heard right. Something to ride on with a saddle, large feet. <laughs> Horses, compared to their size, have very small feet. Yeah. I mean, they stand on their tiptoes. Compared to other animals, fairly large feet. Not compared to well, elephants. I mean, if Fair. you're if you're talking about just like size as opposed to, you know, um, ratio... Then sure, 
they have bigger feet than the majority of animals. Mm. But but like a relative to their re- relative to their size, a horseshoe is not as long as your foot. True. Like your foot is almost the size of a horse's foot, and you're so much smaller than a horse. I'm just saying, I wouldn't want to get kicked by a horse. <laughs> it's not just because of the foot, though. It's because of everything backing up the foot. All right, there's like the, the legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I've always wanted to do is open a writer's bar. Ooh, yeah. And you could call it the writer's block, <laughs> and it would just be an entire block. No, I was bars. I was gonna call it the quill and the dagger. Quill and the dagger. You could call it bar mitzvah. <laughs> what does that have to do with writers, Tommy? It's just a very lucky bar. For no, it's because all the writers to. are Jewish, I guess. Or I would call it the Hemming Way. Oh. That's a very earnest joke you got. <laughs> or or I I would open I would open a writer's nightclub and call it Girls Gone Oscar Wild. Wait, what would a writer's uh, nightclub be? It would just be like instead of blaring music, it's blaring like live readings of poetry. I don't know. <laughs> and everybody has to wear tweed. Oh. Tweed and or elbow patches. So, so that's basically when you become a billionaire, I will not be your friend. <laughs> yeah. You probably also find him around Montreal. I'm yeah. Sure on the streets. Wander around. I go to McGill. Come stalk me. Sweet. Please. Yeah. If you're a girl. He's the only you, Paolo uh, Gonzalez. If you, if you meet him on a street corner, say hi. Blow him a little kiss. Don't give him a kiss unless you ask for consent. But blow him a little kiss. You don't need consent. It's fine. And then blow up the sun. <laughs> Paolo hereby gives consent on this podcast. Just to clarify, he, he means, means for, for that specific scenario. He In means- general, it's a you you need consent. So yes. good. Yeah. So give Paolo a big old smoosh. <laughs> Why, hello there, everybody. It's me, an old timey prospector, and I'm here to tell you about Patreon.com. Patreon.com is an online crowdfunding platform that allows creators to work directly with their audience to produce the best possible content at the lowest cost to those creators. By pledging to give money every month, patrons can help their favorite creators pay for equipment, electricity, hosting fees, and more. Go to Patreon.com slash up for discussion and consider pledging. Even a dollar a month is super helpful. If you pledge $5 or more, you get to help steer the direction of the show by submitting topics for the hosts to talk about. And every patron gets early access to bonus content, now uploading monthly. So if you're feeling generous, head to patreon.com slash up for discussion. On with the show! (laughs) Do I bake cakes and pans? No. Do people bake cakes and pans? Yes, that's why there are cake fans. Hello? Yeah, hey, I heard you guys talking about cakes. Yeah, what's, what, do, what do you want? It's what? me, the Cake Boss. Oh, hi, Cake Boss. How are you doing? Cake Boss. I'm good. I heard you was talking about cakes and asking questions. Yeah, do you cook cakes in a pan? I sure do. I'm Cake Boss. Okay, well, what kind of pan do you use? I use a cake pan. Oh, interesting. Is there, like, different types of t- cake pans? Yeah, we got a whole bunch of different kinds of cake pans. You got round pans, big pans, small pans, square pans, SpongeBob square pans, any kind of pan you need. Cake Boss has got the pan for you. What if I want to make, like, an angel food cake? Yeah, we got angel pans. We got devil pans. What if I want to make like a lemon cake? Yeah, I can get you a pan shaped like a lemon. Oh, well, Lincoln's birthday is on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And Washington's birthday is two Mondays from now. How old is Lincoln? Dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's his age. <laughs> 
the age of all people who have who have already died is dead. Yeah, the age of a lot of people who are currently alive is dead. I would dispute that. Would you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What age is John Cena? Um, I have no clue. Dead. That's not a good. That's not a reasoning. You sure. don't have reasons behind check, that. Check Wikipedia right now. Wow, I did not, but I know that you're wrong. I'm gonna Google it real quick. You're gonna go on Wikipedia and change it. Just typing in the. That's not how you telephone. Uh, that's how you type in on Google. You never used a phone before? No, Hang I on. have not. Not not one that involves slap activated technologies. It's called slap activated. Okay. Come on, Tim. Yeah, Siri. Is John Cena dead? Hmm. I believe John Cena is still alive. Wow. Well, you're wrong. Also, you didn't pronounce his last name properly. Or at least Siri believes that you're wrong in yeah. any case. Well, I don't take Siri seriously if she can't pronounce John Cena's last Seriously. name properly. Seriously. Have you heard Siri beatbox? What? Let's listen to Siri beatbox. Hey, Siri, can you beatbox for me? Here's one I've been practicing boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots. I could do this all day. Cats and boots and 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 cats. There you have it. Whoa! We should have we should have done a freestyle rap, but it goes by a little bit quickly. That's amazing. You know, you call them pigeons, right? Like the gray the gray birds that you find in cities. But like their their official name or whatever is rock dove. Yeah. Like, that's so badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they were, like, before there were cities, rock doves were very specialized creatures, right? Because right. they only lived on cliffs. Yeah. But now, but then we just came along and put cliffs everywhere. Yeah. Every building is a cliff, and they're like, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to live here. <laughs> and, I mean, urban centers draw a lot more, like, you know, crowds of people, and so it makes a lot of sense for the rock doves to move into the city because they've got yeah. a bigger audience they can play for. Lent is not just about giving up your vices, right? Yeah. Like Lent is supposed to be about giving up vices and like making sacrifices of things that you like genuinely enjoy doing so that you can spend more time with God. Mm-hmm. And so like if you want to for Lent give up not spending time with God, that's pretty that's pretty <laughs> legit, right? Like, yeah, that's, that's kind of exactly what it's going for. Yeah, it's sort of the point. It's to yeah. sort of like it's it's essentially an annual redirect. Yeah. Of like, okay, like Generally, throughout the whole year, you're supposed to be kind of repenting of stuff and like turning back to God. But Lent is a period of like really intentionally doing that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's cool. That's good. Nice. How about Valentine's Day? What you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to get a bottle of wine and uh, <laughs> lock myself in the bathroom for a couple hours. I don't know. Uh, you know, being single is- at Valentine's is always fairly uneventful. Valentine's is, is Sunday, right? Yeah. Is this Sunday? So I'm going to church on Valentine's. Well, that's, that's helpful. You know, Jesus is my date. Jesus is my Valentine. <laughs> Yay. Well, yeah. I mean, there's always there's always the Feast of the Odes of Strasbourg. Oh, yeah. I wonder if we're doing anything for that this year. I'm not entirely sure. We should. For those of you who are not aware, mm-hmm. um, back in the day, the grandsons of Charlemagne were at war with each other. One of them, Lothair, I believe, the Holy Roman Emperor at the time, who was not holy and not Roman and not really an emperor, but he was the Holy Roman Emperor. He was battling with the other two, whose names I can't remember, Charles the Bald and Louis the German. I do remember them. There we go, yeah. Um, and they, uh, Charles the Bald and Louis the German had sort of been at each other's throats a little bit, and their uh, their armies had been 
in conflict. But they decided on February the 14th, some year that I don't remember in the 700s, um, that they would join forces and swear oaths of fealty and love to each other, um, and that their armies would swear oaths of fealty and love to each other in their respective languages, because Charles the Bold, the Bald spoke um, a version of French that exists in the 700s, and Louis the German spoke German-ish. It's very strange languages. They're not really the modern versions of these languages, but they're one of the first linguistic documents that we have of these two languages because they spoke the same exact speeches to each other Mm -hmm. in these languages. So it's kind of like a Rosetta Stone for early European stuff. Um, And so to celebrate this linguistic event and the brothers coming together to basically kill their their other brother, um, we celebrate the Feast of the Oaths of Strasbourg on February the 14th. So we Tim, read the odes together this week on the podcast. I would like to shake hands with you in the middle here real quick uh, and agree to murder Simon together. I am down with that. Except can you tell me that in German, please? Um, because my ancestry is German. Ich bin einer Berliner. I'll put you on speakerphone as well. You're on a podcast. Well, you're not actually on a podcast, but oh, it's but, okay. Yeah. We haven't started recording yet. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. What'd you think? Yeah. Well, as soon as it gets cooler, or, or the swear again, I turn it off. Okay. Well, I'm gonna let you guys get on with your podcast. Okay. Sounds good. Victoria keeps straight. I'll try my best. You might be asking the wrong person. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stop swearing just for you. I'm counting on you. All right. I'm dependable <laughs> when right. given a task. Okay, guys. Okay, I will. <laughs> Bye. 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 There's something called the Ural Sea at some point. The uh, Ural Sea. Where is is in Europe? <laughs> uh, I guess. I, I don't. Yeah, I think it's in, like it's near Russia or something. Okay. Um, and like they oh, basically the people who like live in the country that that sea is touching, um, just like didn't really protect it very much, and so Russia inadvertently cut off all the streams that were leading water to it. And over over the years, like maybe 50 years ago, it suddenly stopped being a sea and turned into like there's a small amount of lake left and like a lot of desert. Shoot. Wow. Yeah. Just because they weren't like paying attention That's to what Russia was doing. And it was like, oh, crap. Russia just got rid of our water. Oh, well, well. yeah. I just found it. And it, it was very like recent. Like the, the, Was it recently? The, the Wiki, Wikipedia picture is showing the difference between 1989 and 2014. Oh, oh I guess um, it was a couple of years ago then. Yeah. And that was like, like 1989 was the year I was born. That's so awful. Right. Yeah. Wow. And 2014 that's... was the year I was born. Yeah, man. <laughs> you uh, you just popped fully formed out of my head. Yep. It's pretty great. That's what you get for having sex with Zeus. I know. <laughs> Wait. Well, some You've got to be prepared is... for any kind of apocalypse. And the rapture. <laughs> some apocalypses you can't so you're, you're just presuming you're gonna stay here if there's a rapture <laughs> yeah i'm definitely gonna be left behind all right definitely <laughs> i'm not getting raptured <laughs> i sometimes wonder if i'll get raptured <laughs> i don't know maybe like do you think what if it's a rapture but it's like not the one that the christians expect and what if like, it's like the toronto raptures jeez <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Between your two kids, which one would you say <laughs> is El Nino? Is which one is El, El Nino? Nino. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's the bigger troublemaker? Oh man, they're both 
shit disturbers in their own way. Oh no, sorry, Mom Blay. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> Actually, you're the only one who hasn't swore so far this podcast. Oh. Cool. <laughs> but I never realized how much I swear around my kids until my three-year-old, I think he was two and a half at the time, we were um, packing, <laughs> I was packing up to go visit my brother at this summer camp. And I went to pack up these clementines to take with us for the road. And then they were all moldy. So I I was like, oh, Kai, come with me. We're going to go put these oranges in the compost. And then I didn't even say anything. I just kind of sighed because I, I was frustrated that the oranges were moldy. And then Kai goes, fucking oranges. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And I was, geez, where did he learn? Well, uh, <laughs> look in you. the mirror. Right, and then because man. we were putting them in the compost outside, I was not really ashamed. I was like, oh, actually my three-year-old knows how to deploy vocabulary at the right time. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, but he, I was, was, he was using the word properly exactly. yeah and in the proper sort of situation <laughs> but i was horrified that my neighbors would hear so i very loudly was like god we don't use language like that and then that's when he got upset because he was uh. like this is such a double standard my mom uses these words all the time and now she's telling me i'm not allowed to. oh shoot yeah Man. yeah Sorry. never trust you again no no be fair two and a half and yeah. the deal is off Yeah. What, what what other authors back in the day did people not know were women? Like the whole... Uh... Mark Twain. <laughs> Man, I didn't know that even now. That's incredible. A woman Charles and a racist? Dickens. Wow. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's really um, Dickens. I mean, there was Shakespeare. the... Shakespeare. Uh, <laughs> there was the Brontosaurus sisters. Pardon? Yeah. yeah. Brontes, Brontes. Yeah, they they were cool. But they, I don't know what names they used because they didn't use their actual names. Did they not? No, because no one knew they were women when they published their stuff. They couldn't be like, I'm Charlotte Bronte. It was like, I'm Steve McRider, dude. It's a good name. Yeah. If no one has taken that yet, Charlotte Bronte took that. Weren't you listening? Oh man, classic Charbron. But you don't need that. You're a guy. I remember the time that I found out <coughs> what the middle finger means. Like the the time that I found out what that what it, what that is uh, was because I had reached into a baseboard heater to pull out a toy I dropped in there by accident. Okay, and like I was fine on the way in, but on the way back out, I touched it with my Ooh, middle finger. Ouch. And so I ran into the kitchen. I'm like, "Mom, my <laughs> finger really hurts!" And she just burst out laughing, and I was like, "Oh, this is a serious moment." <laughs> and like dealt with it, and then explained as she was dealing with it, like, "So, uh, just so you know." <laughs> uh, and then I immediately went to school the next day and told all my seven year old friends. Yes, <laughs> you were that kid. I was that you? kid. Uh, so like, yeah, to put uh, a jacket holder. A jacket holder is is a portmanteau. What does the holding a jacket have to do with? So mashing different words so port, together. A portmanteau is like if, if I had to take two words and you stick them together into one word. Yes. Yeah. So like if I had a jacket that I keep my snacks in, I would call it my snack it. <laughs> and I'm marketing that and you can buy it on our website. I just feel like there's way better objects for representing two words getting combined into one and not a jacket getting hung on a, a, a hook that can then be removed. Yeah, but, I don't know. But we, we port the Montos all the time. <laughs> maybe know. maybe we're going about this the wrong way. Maybe it's a coat full of wine. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Oh, man. And that, that's, that makes portmanteaus so much more fun. Delicious. Mm. Mm. 
But yeah, I th- a friend of mine used to do something really interesting. She would do semi-spoonerisms, yeah. or what I, what I call semi-spoonerisms. So she would like usually, if if you do a spoonerism, it's like you take two consonants and you swap them. So if you say like beekeeper, you would say like key beeper. Yes, right, and that's a spoonerism. But she would switch only part of the the sound. So she would switch like the placing, but not the voicing. So what she would say is something like gee peeper. <laughs> oh, weird. Which is like not this is two different, two different sounds from the original two, but they're made up of these four components just swapped around. Right, mm-hmm. it's like a Punnett square. It's a joke for all you bio nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna laugh because I'm clearly not a bio nerd, not qualified. No. <laughs> I, like we will have like one person really like that joke. Ika's gonna like it. Yeah. Ika will be like, or she'll be like, that doesn't work. That's not how pundit squares work. Come on, man. Shut up, Tim. More like pundit squares. Yeah. With our political commentary. All the squares that think Trump's going to win the election. Huh. Spanners. Man. I Spanners? I just don't like saying that word. <laughs> Spanners. <laughs> Spanners. Isn't, isn't that just like a wrench? No, it's like a small yeah. dog. <laughs> you know? A cockle spanner. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you were dizzy while peeing? Oh, man. Recently. Oh, wow. uh, just now. Really? You ever get up yeah, to pee well, and then you... I, I re- frequently hold my breath while peeing, and if I haven't peed all day, then I hold my breath for a really long time, and then I start feeling dizzy. Oh. Yeah. Maybe you should breathe. Why do you... I, I, I physically can't. Weird. Oh. You can't, you can't no, breathe while peeing? No, it's, it's the kind of thing where it's either one or the other, huh. you know? Breathing or peeing? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a well-documented medical condition called pee breath. <laughs> Would I would just steal some cool animals and then figure out how to take care of them. But is it illegal to have those animals once the day is over? Probably. Probably. Oh, maybe I'd have to steal the permit from the zoo as well. And yeah. And just like the next day, it's like, no, no, look, I have this permit. It says zoo on it, but my, I, am, I am zoo. That's my, my name. It says for the Granby Zoo. Grand I, zoo. I, I, you're not the Granby Zoo, sir. That's not true. I illegally changed my name to the Granby Zoo yesterday. Yeah. Isn't that kind of how sharks do it? Um, sharks, but with, yeah. with something yeah. like that, yeah. Some some of them have prehensile vaginas. Yeah, that's it. Female sharks, their vaginas come out and ab- like oh my God. absorb the male that's shark. That's terrifying. Penis. I- There's actually a similar thing that happens in in humans with like actually actually like the fertilization between the sperm and the egg. Yeah. The egg like sends out this thing that like grabs it and oh. like pulls it in. Oh. So that whole idea about huh. the like yeah. the sperm being the one that like I'm gonna get in there is not true. The egg's like hello. Okay. I mean yeah. it does the sperm does kind of do that to a certain extent. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Right. Huh. It, it makes itself available to the claw. I don't understand how Pokemon evolution works. Well they, they level up um, okay. by training and battling. Uh, so the longer you have a Pokemon the stronger it gets. Uh, and then at some point, uh, they reach a predetermined like uh, level that is a requirement for them to evolve. So maybe it'll be like, you know, level 18 or whatever. They'll evolve into their next stage of life right? Uh, where they're stronger and bigger and, you know, better. So evolution, <clears throat> like Pokemon evolution is definitely a misnomer then because what you what you describe as evolution in Pokemon is almost certainly more like pupation. Or yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And it is depicted that way most of the time. Uh, individual Pokemon sort of go through adolescence into adulthood right. in a process that they call evolution. On the other hand, there are also a bunch of ones that just arbitrarily change when certain conditions are met. Like, yeah. oh, 
now you're good enough friends. Suddenly your body has entirely metamorphosed into something different. Or you're in proximity of a mountain with this rock on it? Guess you're going to be made of gr- of grass now. Yeah. Interesting. So would you describe like the process by which gremlins mature is somewhat analogous to Pokemon? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's it. Like some Pokemon evolve by level. Like Alex said, sometimes it's a like situation-based thing. Others, if you like touch them with a special rock, they'll they'll evolve. Ooh, it's uh baby. You know, yeah. Um so yeah, you're right to say that like Pokemon evolution is not really evolution. But I wonder it's, how Pokemon evolved. Like well, that's actually interesting. Uh I heard a theory because the different sort of um like regions in the Pokemon games. Yeah. So like every new generation of Pokemon games has a different region attached to it. Um and they're all sort of based off different regions of the real world. Mm-hmm. Um and someone was tracking like they were looking at okay so like the bird pokemon in each region kind of look like they may have evolved to adapt to that region's geography okay mm. um, so like there's some that are more sort of like urban looking and they live in a region that's very dominated by like a big city urban uh, looking meaning they wear their gold pigeons. chains they're bling <laughs> they're pigeons <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you were going with that. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were just being PC or if you actually just meant urban birds. No, no, yeah, like they like there's like a a straight up like pigeon looking Pokemon that isn't the original pigeon Pokemon, uh, <laughs> but like looks like a gray sort of you know as a, a rock dove. A pigeon. Yeah. Wait, there's more than one pigeon Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. So in addition to like the Pidgey evolution, well, line, Pidgeys are sparrows. They just Pidgeys, happen to yeah. have a silly name for a sparrow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there's in fact a pigeon Pokemon in like the fifth generation called. P-Dove. Ah. P-Dove. Uh, that uh, looks that like is a urban pigeon. Yeah. He's, you know, evolves into some kind of pheasant. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. pigeons do. Yeah. 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 Totally. Um, the evolution. The obvious evolution of a pigeon is definitely a pheasant. <laughs> if yeah. you take, if you go <clears throat> outside and you find a pigeon on your front porch in the city and you bring it home and you feed it warm milk for 30 days, it will transform into a pheasant. Yeah. Hot milk always seems like it's just a shade away from being somewhere between sour cream and terrible cheese. So consequently, <laughs> I have never found it appetizing. That is an interesting... That's especially true if you... I used to do this, like, to make hot chocolate, would just make chocolate milk and microwave it, right? Really? Um, hmm. But if you microwave it for a bit too long, it develops this, like, scummy substance no. on the top. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's it's not really that lovely. But, yeah, that that could be kind of like a cheese, I suppose. I think it's just all mm. the proteins, like, getting stuck to the surface. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Tom just made a really weird Sorry. face. <laughs> when you said the phrase birth of YouTube, for some reason, the image that it conjured in my mind was just of, like, the uh, the manger scene. But with like a little baby YouTube in the in the manger instead of Jesus, <laughs> just uh, just like the YouTube logo with the, the yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> swaddled in a blanket. You should uh, you should make that <clears throat> and tweet it on Christmas. Yeah, so funny. I was imagining the birth of Adam, but with YouTube. <laughs> the birth of Adam. You mean is the that con- not what it's the called? Construction of Adam out of clay or uh, the the painting on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel? Oh, I think oh, you that mean one. The the Adam go home. Yes, Adam Go Home. <laughs> I'm lost. That Michelangelo classic. <laughs> Directed by Steven Spielberg. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Uh, I brought my own cup for discussion today. And uh, <laughs> Sorry, did I, did I do something wrong? I was actually, I was at a friend's place the other night who's taking an art class, and she was saying that the best, like, or the most interesting na- nude models to draw 
are like men who are like not super fat but have like a bit of a gut because they tend to have like there's some sagging going on but there's also some parts of their body that are like toned and muscular interesting and i was like whoa my body type is ideal for something (laughs) what's your favorite way to consume an apple um favorite way or most common way that i do what is the best way Hmm. see i'm actually even though i know it's wasteful quite a fan of like like cutting apples and skinning them so that like when you bite into the apple chunk there's like just nothing but complete pure apple flesh taste Uh but it's way too much work to like actually do that that sounds like a lot of effort and also funnily enough after that i do enjoy eating just the apple skin which makes it less wasteful i feel like you're you're wrong. <laughs> Guys, this week's episode of Up for Discussion is brought to you by smoking. Don't. I You've had so. this sweater for a very long time. What? <laughs> I just noticed. <laughs> this is not related to the conversation, Tom. <laughs> Don't get off track onto my hygiene habits. Tim, how long have you owned that sweater? Owned this sweater. I've been yeah. wearing this sweater for like two weeks. Hold now up. you're being a chocolate prescriptivist. Is it, this the right like, way to eat chocolate is as much as possible in your mouth, and then you're done. <laughs> I know, but the right way to like proper like like you know how there's a right way to sip wine. No, there isn't. The wine. right way to sip wine is to drink it and then look around for more. <laughs> All right, I'm going to describe you <laughs> the process of properly eating chocolate because this is what they told us. You, they, s- they you just, put it in your wine glass, it. you slosh it, you sniff the aroma. You clink it around, make sure it has a nice <laughs> hard noise in the glass. Uh, Crush it up, you snort it. <laughs> oh dear. You so, snorted chocolate? Cause that, uh, have you not snorted chocolate? Am I doing it wrong? I mean, it's oil-based. Oh, Do humans not idea. normally snort chocolate? Why would you ever separate an egg like that? That's nonsense. I want the whole egg. I'm well, not here to fry part of an egg. No, I'm but here not to fry for the whole egg. That's why you're fat. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not for frying purposes, but for like cooking purposes, you're going to need some whites at some point. Yeah, for making of merengue, you know. You you didn't roll your R enough there. Merengue. 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 Can you not roll your R? Not with my tongue, only with my uvula. That's gargling. It's different. Merengue. That's just gargling. It's different. No. That's gargling. Next no. time you guys make a lemon merengue pie. <laughs> kind of. Merengue. Make sure that you have plenty of egg whites. Merengue. <laughs> that was such a contrast between merengue and egg whites. Was P. Sherman? Sherman's first name just Peabody and? Uh, it could have been. You know, they never really went into that. That's part of that whole like big Pixar like multiverse crossover. Was it Pixar that made the... the uh, Peabody? Peabody and Sherman movie? No, Pro- they made Nemo. They I know that. Nemo. They made Finding Nemo, a show about a small fish who tries to find a smaller fish. But like the, the list of people who you would name your kid after and you're hoping dies soon is probably pretty small. Like that Venn diagram does not line up very well. It's like well. you love them a lot, but you know they've got some sweet inheritance. <laughs> want that will. So uh, we never did discuss my cup. Oh yeah, uh, I brought it specifically for discussion. It's not, it's not really anything fancy. I figured you guys would have more interesting ones to talk about. I mean, yeah, the cup that we have here for Tim is a little bit more interesting. I yeah. am the world's best boss. Yeah, well, I mean, mine is just sort of a dark blue. It's pretty. It's it's good. It's a solid cup. Mm-hmm. It's got some weight to it. Uh, has a nice. Obviously, it's since it's a mug, you can it has a little handle to it. Mm-hmm. 
and you can just sort of drink your hot beverage in it or your cold beverage, whatever you want. I actually had some water in this before. It's gone now. I'm quite thirsty. Hmm. Uh, I'm quite a fan of uh, Tim's cup, though, must say. Uh, it's white. It's tall. This ukulele is horribly out of tune. Well, you should have tuned it. Tim, we're discussing cups right now. Guys, my cup protects my testicles in the event of obstructions. Good night. What a fun show. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this, there's a bunch of ways you can support the show. You can head to patreon.com slash up for discussion and pledge to support us financially. You can click the link in the description to pick up some merch from TeePublic. You can log on to iTunes and give the show a rating and review to help with visibility. And you can share this episode with a friend who you think might enjoy it. Remember to follow the show on Twitter at DownWithTalking, and follow each of us individually at Tonsilat and I, at KnowTheOtherSimon, and at Acapella Science. Ooh, I hope you have a real good... I hope you have a... Mmm, I hope you have a very good day.